I remember when God spoke to me and said, I want to use you. To... You know what? The first year of my ministry was a green dumpster. 45 years ago. Because when I got out of the hospital, I went to a little church. I got in the right place. At that time, there was not one Christian television network on the air. Not one. 45 years ago. On Sunday night, we had an evangelist. And I was like some people who watch Christian television. I was skeptical of any preacher that asked for money. And this evangelist came to our church and had the audacity to ask that we give an offering. At that time, I made $52 a week. I had a wife and a son. And there wasn't a lot of money left, but that particular week I had $20. And I had $20, and I was taking it out during the service, and I was looking at it and putting it back in my pocket. And all of a sudden, the evangelist said, I want to receive an offering. He said, some of you have $20 in your pocket. And I thought I should never have taken that $20 out. And and I remember just just clearly, I walked down, and, and, I, and I gave that $20. And I started back to my seat, and this evangelist stopped me. And he said, young man, your ministry is going to go around the world. And not only did I get that word from God, before I left church that night, I had $100. That five $20 bills in my pocket that people had just walked up for no reason at all and put in my hand because I had obeyed God. This is your time for God to do his greatest work and take you to your greatest level financially that you've ever been in. Today is the day so that God can bless you like you've never been blessed in all of your life. You know, if we go to the Word of God when it comes to, to seed, you'll find out if you read in Genesis chapter 1 beginning in verse 11 down to verse number 13. Uh, that when God was creating the heavens and the earth, on the third day, he created the seed. He created the seed, planted the seed, and the seed brought forth a garden. And it says from the beginning of time to the end of time, there will be seed time and there will be harvest. Now, I asked them to bring some things to the, to the station today for me. Because I want to point out something that every one of these pieces of fruit have in common. If you cut them open, right here in the middle, is seed. Now, I could take these seeds out of this apple, and I can count them. But guess what? Although I can count the seeds in this apple, there is no way I can count the apples in this seed. Now, let me, let me also point out something else to you. The greatest minds in the world cannot produce a seed that will bring forth the hearts. They can dissect it. They can put it under the microscope. They can tell you about the atoms and neutrons, protons that are in the seed. But they cannot produce a seed that will bring forth the harvest. Let me tell you why. Why? 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 It, 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 it said from the beginning of time to the end of time. 
And the greatest challenge on the church today is not how to finance the end time harvest. The greatest challenge is how to harvest the end time finance. That's good. And that's what I want to help you with is how to finance the end time harvest. If I cut this lemon open, same thing is true. Right here in the middle of this lemon, there's lemon seeds. And the word of God is in this lemon seed. And that word is, thus saith the Lord, you will bring forth lemons. You are a lemon seed. You see, I, I've got a peach seed, but I don't have a peach tree because I've got the destiny of that seed locked up in my hand. But there's power in one seed planted in the right place at the right time. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, it says, now there is a time to sow. That word time there in the Hebrew is K-I-R-O-S. And here's what it means. A window of opportunity created by a word from God. A window of opportunity created by a word from God. This little kiwi is, is the most exciting piece of fruit to me. Because, man, I want you just to, to, to look at the seeds in this one little old kiwi. Not one seed, not two or three seeds, but hundreds of seeds inside this little piece of fruit. And each one of them has the word of God in it. Thus saith the Lord, there will always be kiwi in the earth. If somebody will plant this seed, there will always be kiwi. Amen? Are you getting this? Well, I've got some more seed that they brought to me. This happens to be corn. Or no, this is watermelon. And, and, and the Lord, thus saith the Lord, from the beginning of time to the end of time, there will be watermelon. I can't get no help. <laughs> Come on. This is tomatoes. Tomatoes. You know, I had some $20 tomatoes in my garden this year. How many of you know what I'm talking about? By the time I bought them, fertilized, worked on them, I figured they $20 a piece. I could have went to the store and bought them. A lot cheaper. But look how small these are. But if you plant these, they grow into a bush about this high that springs out and watermelons, or not watermelons, but the tomatoes all over. There's nothing better than a fresh tomato picked right off the vine. There's nothing better. Now, most people can agree until it comes to sowing this, $20. $20. Am I right? But you see, this $20 is made out of wood. Wood comes from trees. Whatsoever a man sows. If you want kiwis, you sow kiwis. If you want apples, you sow apples. If you want watermelons, sow watermelons. If you want corn, sow corn. If you want peas, sow peas. Because inside that seed is the Word of God. And the Word of God is also inside this seed. $20. And the Word of God that backs up this seed is in Luke 6:38. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. Shaken together. Running over. Malachi 3.10. Bring the tithe and the offering to my house. Prove me. See if I won't open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. There's not room enough to receive. God's word is in this seed. 
twenty dollars. But you see, it's just like taking this corn and this watermelon seed and putting it in the pocket over here where I carry this peach seed. Fifteen years from now, I'm still gonna have seed, but I'm not gonna have a harvest. And if you take this and you put it in your pocket, let's just say you put it in the stock market or, or the bank, you know, you're going to get a certain percentage. And John D. Rockefeller was the first man uh, to become a, 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 a billionaire, first one. And here's what he said. He said <laughs> that a man's harvest depends on his seed. John D. Rockefeller. You know, at 52 years of age, he's a billionaire, and they tell him he's getting ready to die. So he got all of his men together and said, listen, uh, tell me how I can give this billion dollars away before I die. So they started giving it away. In the process, they discovered penicillin. Uh, In the process, they discovered cure for malaria. In the process, John D. Rockefeller got healed. to God's supply. My seed is a bridge that God brings the blessings over. My seed connects me to God's supply. I don't know about you, but when I got a seed in my hand, my seed's not enough to meet my need. So I got to connect that seed with something bigger than me. That's how I got out of debt. My wife and I pastor of a church, we built a church from our living room to about 1,200 people, and a few years into this pastorate, the Lord said, now, I want you to turn this church over to someone else, and I want you to, to travel. You know, one week, I got people parking my car, carrying my briefcase in, and guarding me. The next two weeks later... I'm in a storefront church in Oklahoma with 30 people that are mad, staying in Motel 4 and a half. They turned the light off when they saw you coming, you know, one of those places. And I got invited to do a telethon, never been to a telethon, I got invited there to sing in Chicago. While I'm there, man, I'm broke, busted, and disgusted. I'm $247,000 in debt. I'm seven months behind on my house payment. Never happened before in my life. I'm driving an old raggedy vehicle with no hard to make it from one place to the other. And I get there, and it don't seem like I'm in the right place, but divine placement, that's a word from God. I was there by divine appointment. I didn't know, didn't know how I got there, but today, God was going to change my life forever. Because after the preacher preached, he said, I want so many people to plant a thousand dollar seed. I said, what? Man, I never heard anybody be that bold. I want you to plant a thousand dollar seed. Now this is 27 years ago. Thousand dollars was a lot of money then. Still is now. Thousand dollar seed. But I knew the Lord spoke to me. I didn't have a thousand dollars. So I went over and filled out you know, a card. I said, I'll pay it so much a month 
uh, until I get it paid. I left there, went to Arkansas, and I'm in church like this. I'm walking in, and this woman runs out of the crowd, runs down and grabs me around the chest, starts jumping up and down with me right in my face, screaming, I have found you. I have found you. Lord, have mercy. I was happily married to my wife. Man, I knew they're going to be a fight up in here. But they gonna, somebody going to happen up in here. Lord, have mercy. I'm trying to get away from this woman. I can't breathe. She's crushing my ribs. I'm trying to get away from her. Finally, I get her off on me. I said, my God, woman, get a hold of yourself. Divine place. But God had me in the right place. She said, I've been looking for you. Three said, said, here, God told me to give you $1,000. Nobody had ever given me $1,000 before. Nobody had given me $1,000 before. You know, as soon as I got that 1000 I thought, here's my, here's my seat. Here's my plate. All right? So I go quickly, and I get an envelope, and I send that seat in. Well, I went to the next place, and somebody walked up to me. And, and, and said, God told me to give this and gave me another thousand dollars. And so I went and checked in a hotel. I was sick and, and, and doctors had told me I was going to die at that time and, 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 and that I couldn't live and I had such pain in my body. And, and, uh, and I told my wife, we checked in a hotel. I told the man, I said, listen, I'll go to church in the morning. I get this check cashed and, and I'll give you, uh, you know, your, your money for your room and we'll put gas in this old van and we'll try to go back to, to Nashville and just see what God's going to do. There's three voices in the world that speak to you. The voice of your need, the voice of your grief, and the voice of your seed. You got that? The voice of my need was screaming at me. The voice of my greed was saying, don't give that $1,000. And the voice of my seed was saying, this church has a financial need. I want you to take an offer and I want you to give the first thousand. And somebody walked up to me and, and, and said, God told me to give this and gave me another $1,000. Do you want to get out of debt? God told me to give this and gave me another thousand dollars. You want to move to God's abundance and gave me another thousand dollars. The thousand dollars. Then hear what I'm getting ready to say. I went in and sat down on the front row and the pastor asked me to come and receive an offering and I did. And uh, I gave that thousand dollars and everybody rejoiced because I didn't know, but if they didn't have ten thousand dollars at the bank on Monday morning, they're going to foreclose on their building because they're behind on their payments. God knew it, but I didn't. Everybody rejoiced. I started back to the hotel, and all of a sudden, it dawned on me, I can't pay that man what I promised him. We don't have any money to eat. I was having visions of a prison ministry at that point. I didn't know what I was going to do. But you see, God had set me up to plant a seed. When I got back to Nashville, my mailbox started filling up. In 12 months, I was debt-free. My body was healed. 26 years now transpired. I don't have a mortgage. I don't have a car payment. I don't owe anybody anything but to love them. Praise God. And 79 more churches have been added to that list. Oh, hallelujah. Because I stepped in that divine moment and planted that seed that changed my life forever. The seed you sow will stop the devil in his tracks. There's one thing the devil cannot climb over, and it's your seed. Your seed will activate the power of God. You see, an acre of property can lay out here dormant for years. But somebody comes along and puts a seed in, and guess what happens? Everything in that ground starts working. Everything starts coming to that seed. 
it attracts sunshine, it attracts rain, it attracts the nutrients in the earth. Everything starts moving. That's what happens in a child of God puts a seed in the ground. I was at, at Daystar Television in, in uh, Dallas, Texas. A young man that drove me to the studio, he was so pressed. I said, son, what's wrong? He said, my wife and I are about to lose our home. we got to go to the bank tomorrow. I don't know what I'm going to do. I said, watch me tonight. I'm going to speak and I'm going to challenge people to give. You do what God's telling you to do. I challenge people to give $1,000. He called, made a pledge. When I read the pledge, somebody knew him, called, said, I'm going to pay that pledge for him. I gave him my cell number. I said, you let me know what happens at the bank tomorrow. He called me that afternoon rejoicing. He said, the bank said, we got to find a way for you to be able to keep your house. He's still in his house. His kids still have a home. You know why? Because he planted a seed in the right place at the right time. Your seed, number four, will defy world conditions. You see, the seed don't check with the stock market. The seed's not political. Come on. The seed just knows that's the word of God. I gotta do what the word of God said I did. If they plant me, I gotta come up and I gotta multiply. That's all the seed knows. Isaiah or, or, or Isaac in Genesis 26 planted his seed in the time of famine. You know the story. What happened? In that year he got a hundredfold. That's what the Bible says. Come on. Now, number five. Your seed will move the hand of God in action. Let me tell you what I learned early on in my life, and it's this. Number one, God's heart's moved by my need, but God's hand is moved by my seed. And some Christians can't understand why after crying at the altar for 30 minutes, they don't get anything. And then somebody else in church, that's, that's really not even living right. <laughs> you know what I mean? They can bring a seed. And man, as soon as they plant that seed, here comes God. Well, that's scriptural. Second Corinthians 9, 7 in the Amplified Bible said, God prizes above every other thing and is unwilling to abandon a prop giver whose heart's in giving. Praise the Lord. Number six, your seed guarantees a harvest. My neighbor, about two years ago, we didn't have any rain. He had 1,700 acres of corn. We didn't have any rain, so we didn't have a good crop. I went down to ask him the next year. I said, Ronnie, what are you going to do this year? He said, I'm going to plant twice as much. You see, that's what Christians need to understand. We don't know why, but this seed over here may not produce what we need. But we don't stop sowing. We keep on sowing until everywhere we turn, supernatural things are happening in our lives. Praise God. And let me let me close with this. The size of your seed, and I don't understand why, but there's something happens at a level where people step into faith and give a thousand dollars that don't happen at other levels. And I've got testimony after testimony. Uh, I pulled two or three off of my off of my uh, computer this morning and just wrote them down quickly. Man in Houston, Texas, he was unemployed. He was behind on his house payment. He heard me preaching on sowing seed. He called and made a thousand dollar pledge. Very next week, the bank called him and all of a sudden his house was paid off. Two days later, he gets the best job that he's ever got in his life. Coincidental? I don't think so. I think it was the seed activated the hand of God and began to move things in their life. 
Oh my Lord, let me tell you something. You, the power of one seed planted in the right place at the right time. Another couple told me they're sitting in church uh, just a short time ago and uh, they've got a house that's been for sale for a year. Nobody's looked at it. It's 12 o'clock noon when they decide I'm gonna plant a thousand dollar seed, so they did. At three that afternoon, they get a call and a man says, take the sign out of the yard. I drove by, I want the house. I'll pay you top dollar and I'll pay you cash. Coincidental? No. The seed moved the hand of God into action. Now I wanna, I wanna just stop and I wanna talk to you. I wanna help you. You see, it's not enough for me to be debt free. It's not enough for me to be prosperous. I want you to be prosperous. That's why I'm here. I'm here to share my anointing with you. I'm here to create an opportunity for you to do something that's going to change your life forever. As I was praying this morning, the Lord said, I'm going to have 120 people in front of their television set that I want to break the spirit of debt and I want to bring a hundredfold increase in their life in a way like they have never experienced. And he told me to challenge you to dial the number on your screen and say, I want to be one of those 120. However you feel led to do it, but 120 that will say, I'm going to plant this thousand dollar seed. Because I believe that it's the right place and it's the right time. Now, are you going to keep the seed in your pocket? Or are you going to plant the seed and make the don't, 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 don't. I believe there's 120 that God's talking to. Maybe you've never given a thousand dollars. That's, we understand that. I just shared with you how I never had given a thousand, but it unlocked something in my life. And you never know what's on the other side of your obedience. God said this to me last year. It was the most powerful thing I believe you ever spoke to me. He said, son, he said, I will create the opportunity for you to change things. But if you're not willing to step into that moment of opportunity, I'm not obligated. I believe there's 120 people watching me today. And you need a miracle in your life. Plant a seed. Make a $1,000 donation. You might be in hell today. Plant a seed. Make a $1,000 donation. You might be in hell today. Plant a seed. Make a $1,000 donation. I'm going to pray, and I'm going to count to three. When I say three, I want you to go to your phone, 120. Say, I want to make that $1,000 donation. You might be in hell today. Six million dollars every 60 seconds. Make a $1,000 donation. You might be in hell today. Father, anointing on their lives. One, get ready. Two, come on, don't miss this moment of opportunity. Three, 